it ejects and it like pops up all the way up to the top. Wow, someone's <gasps> if someone's crawling over at the right time, it will cut them and in half. Oh yes, it smashes them. Oh, it'd be so good. <laughs> That'd be good. Although I don't know why you wouldn't just shoot them if you could. Because those would be so much cooler. <laughs> That's why. Hello and welcome to episode 90 of the Unrenowned Podcast, where we talk about Siege, what we like about Siege. What we don't like about Siege. I'm Ryan. I'm Chris. We got a great show planned for you guys today because there's some new stuff happening. You know, we say that every week. At the very beginning of it's every show, we say, show. we have a great show coming for you. Have we ever failed to live up to that? No, of course not. I'm in, well, I'm in the podcast. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well... Uh, so yeah, there's a new event, which is probably over by the time you're hearing this, right? It's close to over by the time you're hearing this. Yeah. It ends Monday. It ends on Monday, which is the day this released. So, but it's called Golden Gun 2.0. So it's a little revival of an old, uh, arcade mode. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit about that. And then the top issues and community concerns link or blog post has been updated, uh, with more info there on what they are focusing on now. There's some things in there that you'll probably be glad to hear about. Uh, so that'll be fun to talk about. So we'll talk about all of that. And then we want to pull a few operator ideas from the Discord. Mm. Our community Discord, we have a channel dedicated to people's operator ideas. So we're going to pull a few of those and talk about those today. So look forward to that. Uh, Chris also has a bunch of just kind of like random little topics he wants to talk about. Do you want to like yeah. tease any of those at the beginning? or No, I don't. Just, okay. Uh, Both how to be better at Siege and how to not think you're good at siege if if you're into rocket league at all and you've ever seen sunless khan and he makes that series of why you suck at rocket league oh yeah that's essentially what this is why you suck at siege yes it's true and it's like little tips so that will make you better at siege true right yeah is that a fair summary yeah um, Uh, if you haven't go shut this down go watch sunless khan for a little bit (laughs) whether you play rocket league or not because he's cool he is cool and he's very good at rocket league and uh yeah he's good but he doesn't think he's good yeah he doesn't think he's good uh it's funny anyone that's actually really really good i'll say they suck yeah because they recognize the skill gap between them and like top right well even some of them that are top are like i suck so much at this game yeah well well because then they know like every little mistake they make yeah so uh except for fabian fabian doesn't make mistakes and are we talking about siege now Uh uh-huh he makes all the mistakes Uh, but he doesn't think so he doesn't think so he's really good he's the reason why g2 sucked (laughs) and why they still suck now even though he's not part of g2 Okay. Um, They're so bad. <laughs> so, so all of that. Uh, and then listener questions, as always. So here we go. Great show. Let's get started. Before we get started, though. Are you going to say drinkma.com slash r6pod? Drinkma.com slash r6pod. That's oh drinkma, M-A-W dot com slash r6pod. We are sponsored by Ma Energy. They make delicious gaming-focused energy and focus drinks. They make you uh, alert and not sleepy from your long day at work and or school. Big stress reliever. Uh, I don't agree with that, but they... Ryan may disagree, but there are specific chemicals in there known to relieve stress. <laughs> so I will advertise it as such on the can. Uh, yeah. Or they... the... What is that even called? It's not a tube. Tub. Jar? Tub. Jar. I think it's a jar. Sure. They... Uh... What, I... what was I going to say? I don't know. They my, have flavors. My energy gets you focused and yeah. and amped and ready to go. Makes I, you better at siege. I play better when I'm using my energy. It's, true, it's actually a true statement. Drinking. It's not a drug. I don't use it. I guess you use it. I don't know. I, I'm a user. I don't know how that works. I use. 
drinkmaw.com slash r6pod. Okay, Golden Gun 2.0 uh, came out Did. Thursday, Friday? Uh, Thursday? Thursday. Like, came out yesterday. Like most arcade game modes, it's just a surprise drop that just mm-hmm. happens. Uh, do you want to tell us about it? Yeah, so Golden Gun, basically what you think of, if you know of the James Bond Golden Gun kind of game modes, it's the one shot, one kill thing. Um, there's one bullet in the gun before you have to reload again, and it's just, other than that, it's regular siege. But mm-hmm. three-minute timer, no preparation phase. Um, the maps are coastline and house from what I have seen. And, and border. 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 Border, border. border okay. house, and coastline on secure area is the official... I, I played it like five times. I played Coastline four times in House once. I haven't played it yet, but I did play the original one, uh, which was on Oregon, mm-hmm. right? Um, Oregon. When Oregon what? was had just become brand new. So they obviously they changed the map. Did they change the game mode? No, it was it was nope. secure before. It's all, yep. Uh, did they change anything else? Nope. There's a new D50, the, or is this is it the same weapon? The skin same as weapon skin as before. Um, they changed the operator selection to like there's certain operators you can't pick, and now yes. there's certain ones that you can that you didn't used to be able to pick. Yes. The problem with this mode before that made it kind of unfun was like it just turns into a bunch of melee kills. Yes. Because it's like you you kind of like round a corner on somebody and you both shoot and it makes more sense if you miss to like go Scroll try to melee, melee and try to reload. Yeah. So uh, is it the same way? Yes. Oh. Has it changed? Yeah. So there's some people on, on Twitter that were complaining about the game mode coming back and some of the complaints are just stupid. Some of the complaints were like, okay, why is there why is there no preparation phase? Like, at least give us a 15-second preparation phase to... that's not what this game is about. Yeah, because you dumb, stupid idiot. It's not about <laughs> preparation phase and stratting. It's about running around with a one-shot kill gun. Yeah, that's kind of the whole like, point. Yeah, that's the whole point. And because we don't want you to have 15 seconds as a defender to get to a window so you can spawn peek people with your one-shot killed eagle. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's the whole reason why there is no prep phase, so they can beat you to the window. Yeah, uh, yeah, that like, it makes a lot of sense that way. I, and it should be like 90 second rounds, honestly, because I'm sick of sitting there when it's like 1v2 on Golden Gun and this person is like droning and like trying to strat and wasting three minutes. Like 90 seconds. Yeah. Like if this should just be running in and going. Um, again, I haven't played it yet. I am looking forward to playing it on these maps because I think these maps are a lot more fun and they're also like smaller maps, Border, Coastline, and House versus Oregon. Yeah. Um, so which I think kind of or, favors I mean, this Oregon game was fun because it was it, it was had the just new game, been reworked the new mode or map map yeah uh, this is the cool thing though this is the best thing about it you can play it in custom games yes which is the first like, time first you can play time very mode? first time yep. yeah yep finally took them five thousand years to figure out that we want to play these modes forever in custom games who knows yeah. if it will be around forever in custom but that's games awesome. but we should definitely get thank you grouped together this weekend yeah. and try and to do it we can do it our way no preparation fit fa- oh I wonder if the I yeah, wonder if it will lock everything. Who knows? Because I want to turn on the action phase timer. But I'm just glad that they are touching but custom games good. at all. Yes. Yes. That's. I wonder. That's you know good. what I wonder? I wonder if they did that and they thought, wow, this is really hard to put this in custom games. Custom games should be fixed. Yeah. <laughs> now it's on the list of things to fix. Um, One thing I am sad about, you, you mentioned people are upset they brought this game mode back. I'm sad that this is the one they chose to bring back because number one, it's fairly recent. It's only like two two arcade game modes ago, right? Yeah, something like that. Because we we had the the security camera one, and I think it was this one right before that. The drone that was an event. Is there a difference? Yes. Oh gosh, I forget about this garbage. Anyway, it was like it's fairly yeah, recent. Yeah, yeah. It was when Oregon came out. Which yeah, was it doesn't feel that long ago. Two seasons ago, we yeah. had Chalet. Was House after Oregon? I, I don't remember what the House came with Ace and Malusi. Sure, I don't know what and the Oregon came with. Sure, Oryx. Sure, and Yana, anyway, I think. 
Um, so yeah, anyway, it's, it's fairly recent. Uh, I would prefer to see like showdown again or even better. Yeah, um, showdown. That outbreak. was also an event though. Also an event. I, I guess, but why not just recycle this? I don't know. Yeah, I would, I would have rather played showdown. Do you, think, do you think they'll do outbreak again as a teaser for, or like a I don't know. B- hype builder for quarantine? I don't think it's ever coming back, honestly. I bet you they will do it like a month or two before quarantine comes out cool. as like a, a, uh, that'd be cool marketing thing. Anyway. Yeah, that's happening. If you missed it, sorry. It was <laughs> pay, only a couple of days. Attention to, you, you know, if you missed it, you should, number one, join our Discord, and number two, follow us on Twitter at r6unrenowned, and you will not miss these things. Yes, this is true. Uh, so Those are solid ways to not miss these things. Okay, what's next here? Uh, top issues and concerns. This is the more meaty of our topics today. So <laughs> The meatiest the, of the meat. The, the meatiest meat. It's mutton. Straight up mutton. So they updated this blog post, which they are always telling us what they're focusing on here. So this is really nice. So first thing that they talked about is the map ban system. So if you've been paying attention, uh, you have noticed that it's not as random as it should be. So the one thing that I don't think anybody necessarily did like notice or like at least get the numbers on is that like the, the, uh, the options that were presented were not totally random where some maps were more heavily weighted than others i think some people were saying they noticed that but some of what people noticed was backwards <laughs> than what it actually was okay so so what they actually revealed to us is oregon coastline canal villa cafe and consulate had about a 10 percent chance of showing up whereas chalet theme park bank clubhouse border and outback had about a six percent chance of showing up so i'm not sure what they did there but there was like a weird weighting on it <laughs> it's um, so it's so funny like how what like they had that had to have been done right you had to have said these maps have 10 percent, these have six or something like that uh, yeah or <laughs> like how else could that have happened i mean probably how that happened is they tried to do something kind of clever with it where they tried to like group things a certain way or something because if you just did it the most possible basic way like it'd be really easy to just have it straight up random yeah but if they were trying to like put their fingers on the scales a little bit in like certain ways then it could have come out a different way than they expected but yeah Anyway, that's what happened. And so they say they're going to fix that. So every map has a has an equal chance of coming up. And then the other thing that you probably did notice was that uh, when the maps were actually banned by the players, the, the leftmost map that wasn't banned was always the one selected. So if both teams banned the middle map or both teams banned the right map, then the left map would always be chosen and the middle or the right map would not. Or if, if both teams banned the left map, then the middle map would always be chosen over the yeah. right map. So the only way the right map could be chosen is if you banned both the first and the second map. Yep. Uh, so it was completely not random. And then people started gaming that, right? With like, oh, we definitely don't want to play uh, the third one. So, but we probably don't want to play the second one. So we'll ban the second one and that'll make sure we get the first one or whatever. Yeah. And the other team will ban the first and one. The and then you get the, the first third one. one. It ruins your whole thing. But. Yeah. And everyone goes, why would you ban this map? Because you're the idiot that didn't ban the map you didn't want to play right but you can't dumb stupid idiot dumb stupid idiots okay um, so yeah they're fixing that yay do we have a timeline uh year five season 3.2 this, season. this season yep happening this season uh you this mine just says year five season three mine says 3.2 uh oh oh, ma- oh two, different things. two different things yeah so the random selection the random selection that's where it's always choosing the left side that will be fixed sometime this, this season will probably be the same fix honestly i think they just forgot to put the point two there yeah, maybe we're but... on Y five S three point one right now, so the next patch is gonna right. be point two. So or maybe they just don't know when it's gonna be able to choose a random one instead of the one on the left. Yeah, and maybe that's a harder fix than whatever the problem is with the other one. 
But so anyway, anyway. the bringing each map up equally should be the next the very next patch, and then the other one should be sometime before the end of the season. Yeah. Um, the other thing that people were noticing is that some maps are always, and this won't be a problem after uh, after they fix the fact that it always picks someone on the left, but people were noticing like certain maps would always be on the very left. Like Oregon, I think, was one of the ones that yeah. people were saying always should up on the very left side. Yep. And like it mm-hmm. uh, seems like Outback was always on the very right. Yes, something like that. Anyway, um, that looked like it was true, but I don't think there was enough to say that that was certainly the case. Um, R6 Analyst tweeted about this, though, like recently after they came out with this whole thing recently after people were noticing like they were playing some maps relatively uh frequently and they came out and said that outback was the most banned with a 97 percent ban rate um this is over like thirty-three thousand matches by the way Uh oregon was the most played with 17 percent of the matches played on oregon um those are like the two statistics that they use they provide a little infograph but it'll be interesting to see how these statistics change when oregon doesn't have a 10 percent rating and when it's not always going to be picked when it's on the left right yeah well because it's super interesting i did notice i was playing oregon a lot though i did notice that mm-hmm. yeah i did notice i mean it, it, it was like hard to say because it's like well people just like this map more but then like yeah but that's not necessarily the case because everything's ruined by these not random stats uh also like this these stats are interesting but then also you have to take them with a huge grain of salt because obviously it's not as random as we thought and the only right. way they're gathering these stats they don't have a way to to actually like get the info of what maps were banned Right. All they can get is what maps were played. So they were assuming a an equal opportunity for each map, which are, we already know is false. And right. then they were assuming that whichever map was chosen, the other two maps were banned, which also is not necessarily true because it could have been a random selection between two maps, which as we know is not truly a random selection. It right. leans toward the one on the left. So right. Oregon, by that, like by nature, would come out on top and uh, Outback would come out on bottom because of the way that the unrandom selection worked it's also very possible that the way that it's set up just guessing and we don't know if this is true at all but it's possible that a 10 percent map would always show up with like a two six percent maps or something like something weird like that or maybe there's two 10 percent maps and one six percent or something in that way where like certain maps would only show up with other maps and so it would always get picked because the other map it always shows up with is outback yeah like just with how it's set up it's very possible something like that was also going on not saying it was but there's so a possibility I'm, there. Yeah, anyway. I'll be interested to see them rerun these stats after the fix because yep. then it'll be a lot more informative. I, I'll be interested to see the uh, midseason reinforcement designers notes because I'm sure they'll bring those up and it will be mm-hmm. actually beyond percentages yeah. instead of yeah, that'll just be, deduced that'll from be what's come up. For sure. Anyway, that's, uh, that's the map stuff. The next thing that they talk about on this issues and concerns is inverted audio. They seem to have fixed that. I have not noticed a an inverted audio bug since they fixed this. So they, they fixed yeah, the thing 3. where one. Like, yep. So this latest patch that just came out like within the past week or two. Yeah. They fixed that thing where when you were in drones, like you couldn't hear anything or in observations, yep. you couldn't hear anything. So they fixed that and that seems to have fixed the inverted audio bug, which yeah. they was say a, they can't reproduce it. That. Yeah. Yep. So that's, that's always good. Uh, if you see that again, you should probably report it loud and clear because yes. they think it's fixed. Uh, Player behavior, mouse and keyboard on consoles. They say we continue our investigation on this topic. We are currently gathering information as well as technical data to gauge how widespread these adapters are and if we can detect them in a reliable manner. Ryan just did a very weird, like, oh, you were trying to read? Is that what you were doing? We've got our microphone stands here. And so he's trying to, I thought he was doing like some weird stretch. He like sat weird and like moved his head in an odd way. So I anyway, know what if, he's doing. if you're a console player, they are actively looking at mouse and keyboard and trying to figure out ways to detect these adapters. So hooray for that. I still think they should just add 
aim assist on console, I yeah. think it would feel better and that fix that problem. A hundred percent. Um, they also mentioned DDoS on consoles is there's something else that they're continuing to look at, uh, which is a weird thing that that's happening more frequently on consoles than on PC. Normally that's not the case. Yeah, but it is strange. Uh, as a PC player, I'm just kind of like, welcome to the party, pal. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> this um, is true. And then cheating and hacking. Uh, oh, shoot. I accidentally clicked a link. Uh, as it, there's really no new information on... Basically, they're working on it. They're trying new things, but... They did mention that in the last month, they sanctioned 4,000 players, mm-hmm. ranging from blatant cheaters to closet cheaters. And then also, they mentioned that the like the notification system that comes up that says that they banned people has been like turned off or broken or something. So yeah. like, don't assume that people aren't being banned because you haven't seen that. Um, but also, on that note, let's talk about this this Reddit post about the Kavera exploit. So a user on Reddit called uh jack still alive i feel like i've seen him post things before possible you slash jack still alive says kavera's interrogation is client-sided and five seconds of code changing makes the effect permanent basically giving you free wall hacks so he goes through this thing about how like uh kavera's interrogation effect is caused by it's client-sided meaning it's like it happens on your computer not on the server Mm -hmm. um so that by changing just a few lines of code in your game files you can basically turn that on permanently and that the game has no checks against it um obviously this hasn't like been verified in any way uh that that we can tell that he's telling the truth but i don't see any reason why he would be making that up um so it sounds like a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also, I do feel like uh, hacking seems to be more prominent lately. Um, yeah. Like, we've seen a lot of stuff that looks a little bit more suspect recently. And then also just, like, I feel like we've just been getting beat down recently in in matches where it's, like, it feels like we're doing really well. Then all of a sudden, it's, like, oh, like, <laughs> suddenly this team came out of nowhere and just started dominating us. And, yep. like, that just doesn't seem right. So, like, uh, it's just so frustrating when you know that there's cheating going on and, like, you just never know when. And so you're just, like, you never know whether you can, uh, like, accept a loss as valid or not, you know? Right. And what's what's always great, though, is getting your MMR back and going, oh, I played a cheater. That feels good. Yeah. Like, I guess that's a win. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, it is very frustrating. It's very frustrating because it's like you, you just don't know when it's happening and you, you want to believe that all your games are just fair. I don't know why people cheat. Like, I just don't get it. Like, just a part of the problem, I think, is that the game is so cheap now. Like, they do these sales and stuff where people are like, oh, buy a new account and cheat on it. Yeah. But anyway. Well, that's like, back to Rocket League again. That's one of the nicest things about Rocket League. It's like, if you wanted to cheat in Rocket League, I don't know what you would even do. Like, how would you even cheat? Unless it was know. something super blatant, like the uh, like the Fall Guy cheats, where the guy just like runs five times the speed of everybody else. Like, yeah. if it had something like that, where like you could just had infinite boost or something, it'd be so obvious that like. Right. Uh, and That's apparently, true. like it, there must not be an easy way to cheat in Rocket League because it doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. It like I've never seen a cheater. Happen. Yeah. So. It's, maybe, that's one thing that's super maybe that's just because the game. game is a little less serious and the rounds are way less time. And I don't know. So... I think people take it pretty seriously <laughs> based, I... based on the chat that I receive from my random teammates. Uh, this is true. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, Siege has a cheating problem. They're trying to fix it, but they're having yeah. a hard time. Uh, and, well, and it's not easy. And like no. uh, people get on them and stuff, but it's like, I mean, Counter-Strike still has cheaters. Yes. <laughs> like Counter-Strike's been around since the beginning of time. Yep. The, you know, that's what's funny with this reddit post which is kind of why i wanted to share it is 
they act like we'll just make this server side or whatever and someone went on there a couple of people went on it that were like developers of other games and they're like you can't just like make something server sided because this would like they might do it this way because of x y and z like there's all these other things that go into it than just we'll just make it server sided like it's yeah. stupid that you could do this like well you could probably with any game you could probably just change a few lines i'm sure that's what they do all the time they just change a few lines of code yeah and then people say well you just make a thing so it tracks if you change lines of code well then you just change that code where yeah. it doesn't track it anymore like <laughs> there, there's a, there's always going to be cheaters it's a matter of like finding them and then somehow banning their hardware where you can't spoof your hardware but yeah anyway that's what's so great about it though with with battle eye if it's used on other games and you've cheated in one game you can't play another game that has battle eye right yeah which is so great um yeah that's really nice Okay, what is next here? The next thing on our community topics and concerns is the yellow ping. So right now they're just talking about how it's certain, strong at certain levels of play with observation tools and other levels of play maybe not as strong. Um, they're talking about how they're adding the yellow ping to in-game replay. So that'll be year five, season 3.2 on PC and 3.3 on console. Um, and that's basically all they have to say about it. So they're they're looking at it and looking into solutions to maybe make it feel less one-sided. They're looking at if they want to change it at all. So it's kind of just a discussion right now um but we're going to talk more about that so wait right like they say year five season 3.2 on pc meaning right now it's already in in in-game replays we're not on year five season 3.2 what are we on we're on 3.1 oh okay because 3.2 is when they're fixing the map oh yeah yeah yeah. okay sorry but but that's what they're adding for 3.2 then having an in-game replays yep so that that'll be huge to know (laughs) I'll, I don't want to get too much into yellow pings right now because we're going to talk about that as our Discord discourse and I'll save my thoughts for them. Um, blurry holographic site. Basically, the holographic site is blurry now. I've maybe noticed it. I did not notice this. I guess it's part of your HUD now so you can change the color of your sites and stuff and that's made the holographic a little more blurry so they're working on yeah. fixing it. Fix I, next patch. I haven't noticed anything. Actually interesting. Run out. This is interesting. This is very interesting. They say we would like to move away from the timer to replace it with a gauge system which is more accurate visually speaking. And then also we are looking at potentially tweaking the duration of time of an undetected runout, but we are still debating the option. So our theory has always been that they don't, the developers don't necessarily like spawn peaks and runouts and that type of play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do think that they recognize that it's like runouts in particular are like an integral part of siege and like yep. you need to be able to do that, but also it shouldn't be, uh so powerful that it's like a free kill a lot of the time mm-hmm. right and so uh so for one thing they're making it a little bit easier on the the defender's part to tell when they're going to be spotted but on the other hand they are talking about potentially tweaking the time although they they say tweaking the duration of time of an undetected runout they actually don't say whether they're going to go up or down i think they're going down i think there's I, I no way it, they go yeah. up there's absolutely no way with orcs that they, they move that up. up and so orcs can run out of office on freaking coastline all the way to that spawn without being detected no way wait what does he do if you use orcs on office you can run uh-huh. to the ruin spawn by like using your orc stash yeah and that only takes like a second so you still have a whole another second to sprint so if they add oh any more to that he can orc stash again and basically be in that spawn before he's detected there's no way they're adding time yeah there's absolutely no way um absolutely no i would i would go nuts i would never play siege again <laughs> i would literally that would just be awful that'd be coconut bras wet dream but so it's anyway not the, the gauge should be coming year five season four and i would assume that if they do decide they're going to do something that would also be year five season four because that yeah. does seem like the kind of update that happens with the new season release yep. um so we'll see there i'm very interested that'll be exciting get flanked 
posted this has actually become kind of a hotter topic recently about people talking about runouts and duration and stuff and get posted a just a twitter poll 53 percent of people said that defenders should be spotted the moment they go outside uh-huh. with 47 percent saying no so that's not like a huge difference but basically half and half the community mm-hmm. split half and half with 5,200 votes. Yeah. I definitely don't think so. like the very second they go outside, but I would not mind shaving it down by a half a second or a second. It's two it's seconds just, now, yeah, right? Yeah, two seconds. I wouldn't mind it being one. Yeah, being I, one second or one and thing. a half. I think runouts are, are great for stuff like hopping out of the VIP window on coastline to peek at like the hookah balcony. That's a great runout and it's not like at the beginning of the run. The problem runouts are the ones that happen at the very start of the game where they run out and throw a C4 in a spot or... They get all the way around a corner, like before getting spotted. And it's like, well, there's not even a window over here. Like, right, right. I shouldn't have to watch for that. So those, those are the ones that the problem are the ones where you really have to like travel a long ways, where it, versus just hopping out a window and shooting. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which in that case, if you're spotted immediately, just hopping out a window and shooting doesn't matter anyway. Like, right. Because either way, you're probably gonna get the kill. Right. Well, yeah. And the the other thing is that like. Uh, right now it's a two second detection time. So assuming that mm. they jumped out from somewhere where you didn't hear them or whatever, like even by the time they're detected, then you still need probably another at least second, maybe a half second to like find, find where, where that it is. is. Yep. Yeah. Cause it doesn't give you any indication of direction or whatever, especially yeah, if you're like repelled. A lot of times you can't turn very far. So you don't, you know, you just don't have a very good, what if they add a little indication arrow? I would love an arrow that shows you which direction yeah. they're coming from. Yeah. I think that'd nice. be fair. Um, I mean, because they're they're like live ping, like live, it's yeah. like real time location. Outside. Yep. So like, I don't see why it couldn't just show you an arrow in the direction that they are. Um, but yeah, so like, I'm totally down with with bringing that down a little bit. Let's do it. Uh, they talk about improved flash detection consistency, which is the same as it's been before. But what I thought was interesting here is they their target is year five, season four point three or later. Um, which is next season, but they're saying specifically. 4.3 which i just thought that was really interesting that they're targeting this for the third patch of next season i didn't know that they necessarily planned that there would be a certain number of in-season patches yeah that is interesting so like unless that's just like a maybe they copy pasted that from something else and like that came over or they're like farther ahead than than like i thought in uh like their build so yeah, they already the timeline have a, is like a, already set yeah they already have a, a season four build running right and then they're like working on a season 4.1 build and then they like planned for their upcoming season 4.3 build is like this thing i wonder what the, i wonder what it's like in year four season it would be really interesting year five season 4.3 it'd be, it'd be, it'd be they, they're playing in the future over there they at really ubisoft. Are. they're time travelers it'd be really interesting to go to ubisoft today and just play like what's the latest build of the game that you have yeah the very latest build that'd be so interesting just to see like how much is different yeah like are they six months ahead of us huh they're working on year six season one right now yeah i mean you can't get too far ahead right because like uh, like you obviously have to be far enough ahead that you're testing things to make sure that it's not broken before you put it out. But if you're right. too far ahead, then you get like ahead of your skis where, uh, where like you're, you're, you now have no more skis and you're still in the snow. Right. Exactly. So you're falling over. Yeah. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> the next thing is about diffusers. Um, planning the diffuser, it sometimes being outside of the site when you're planting or dropping the fuser at triple zero. Um, they talk about picking up the diffuser, having like an actual interact button when you try to pick it up. So instead of just running over it, mm-hmm. um, which will help when it sometimes gets stuck in certain crevices or something where you can't pick it up at all because you just can't run in the area that it got dropped. Yeah. 
So this is all cool. Uh, year five, season three point three to have a retrieval button, an interact button, and year five, season four for the planting detection being improved. Yeah, I'm really interested if um, with this retrieval improvement where you can grab it from a distance, like how far that distance is going to be. I mm-hmm. assume it's like similar to most gadgets, right? Yeah. Uh, but there's a lot of times when the diffuser is dropped like just inside a doorway and it's really dangerous to try to get it. I wonder if this is going to be a thing where now it's like... You can long arm it. Can you long arm picking yeah. up the diffuser? Yep. <laughs> it's going to be very interesting. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah, where people like sneak the diffuser out from like somebody you're watching it on cameras or something and it just like disappears. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Nick picks it up. I guess either way she would just pick what, it up. What do you think of, if they changed it so that it was an animation? So you actually had to like... Like like Jaeger picking annoying. up an ADS. That'd be annoying. I think you should still be able to walk over it. I don't know. I'm just saying. Everything else is an animation. Yeah, but I don't know. I'd rather you just like have the little bar and it just pop into your inventory. Okay, so that does it for top issues and community concerns. And now Chris wants to tell us why you suck at Rainbow Six Siege. Why do you suck at Siege? Let's start with this. Let's start with this. How many times do you hear people go, and this is this is always lower ranks too. It's always the bronze or silver, even low gold ranks. Don't hate on the lower ranks. Okay, but it's always them that say, yeah, I went 10 and 1, but my team still lost. Yeah, like, that happens a lot. How often does that come up? Mm-hmm. All the time. Or people mm-hmm. get mad and like, oh, I have 10 kills and you have one kill. Well, it's frustrating. It is frustrating. Like, I, I will legitimize that that uh, frustration. Mm-hmm. That yeah, I get it. When you know, when you go ten and one, you're like, okay, so for basically two full rounds, I killed their entire team, and we couldn't win. Right. But now here's the question: How many of those mm-hmm. losses were actually your fault? Probably every single one of them. Because while you can get three kills on the enemy team, that doesn't mean you killed the right people. It doesn't mean that you won the round for your team. You can get three kills for your team and then die. So now your team is what four v two. But if the people you killed were just like the Ash mains running and doing nothing. The other two guys were the guys stratting and actually going to like a, a Capitao and maybe a Ying that are going to plant and they're going to strat together and drone together. Yeah. Like, so you kill the three useless teammates on their team <laughs> and the other two guys that still had the kit and then you don't go on cams and call out these last two guys at all. Like you just hope your team's going to figure it out as a dead mm-hmm. guy. Mm-hmm. Like it's still your fault if you lose and it's your fault because you died. You still went and died that round. So that's still your fault that you lost. Um, let me interrupt you for one second. Did you see this Macy J thing going on Twitter? The thing where you was playing with the other guy? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Let's let's sum that up in a little bit. Let's finish your thought and then it's I want to talk a about bad that. Look, I think. It was, yeah, it was not to like rag on Macy J, but oh, I love Macy J. Anyway, this is what I will say for this for when you try to say I got I went ten and one, my team still lost. My kill death on this season is one point seven, okay? One point seven KD on this season. That's a pretty dang good KD. Every single round when we lose, I can go back and watch the VOD of what happened and I can say, oh, it's my fault that we lost right here because I wasn't standing in the right spot. Like yeah. 15 seconds ago, I should have been standing in this spot or I should have responded to this call and I didn't. Maybe I got another kill, but I didn't kill the right guy. So it's still my fault that we lost. So I'll, I'll just say this for these, when you, when you think that losing is not your fault, just hit that shadow play, record that button, and go back and watch your last... There there are certainly going to be times where your teammate was stupid and didn't watch the right thing. Or say Xbox, record that. Or say Xbox, record that. Or whatever you have on Push your share button. Push your share button, yeah. <laughs> Do whatever. But record the last three minutes and go back and watch around and see if you can find a spot where you're like, oh, maybe I should have been in this spot or I should have been better positioned or I should have seated white stairs to this guy because we only had 30 seconds left instead of getting killed at white stairs. Right. Anyway, there's there's always times if you lose a round, 
just think it's because of you and you can improve. Well, I mean, of... so like the thing is that the team shares in victory and the team shares in defeat, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, if you think about like an actual professional team, whether it's in games or sports or whatever else, like any good team when they lose doesn't go like LeBron James doesn't go to his teammates and say, man, I scored 38 points. How do we lose that game? You guys suck. That does not happen. And obviously like, these are like professional teams and they're like actual teams where they're together versus our like micro teams where we're together mm-hmm. for one game or whatever. Um, but even among like your, your squad that you play with regularly, like if you're all, if you're feeling like that, then it's like, okay, sure. Maybe my squad mates can improve and you should definitely like try to offer tips where you can in a constructive way and all that kind of stuff. But also like, okay, I'm part of the team and the whole team lost. So what can I do better myself to improve the team? And as you start doing better, you can like, you know, your team will pick up on that stuff and you can pass those mm-hmm. things on to your team and all that kind of stuff. And it's just like, no matter how well or how bad you did, like, like we've had plenty of games where I've gone like one in five, you know, like with our squad and we win and like, I feel bad cause I only got one kill. But then at the same time, like I think about it, it's like, I did only get one kill, but also I was on cams making calls the whole time. And like, yeah. sometimes when I die at the beginning of the round, that's the best thing for the team. Cause I'm just sitting there on cams and like, just calling it out, right? Or, yeah, you went one and five, but at the overtime last round, you're playing pulse and whatever that's called, ventilation and workshop, and the guy couldn't plant because he ran away as pulse right. instead of right. getting yourself killed. <laughs> I just ran so, like a scared little baby, and it worked. And we won the game. <laughs> so it doesn't. It doesn't. It just your kills. While kills are an essential part of the game and will end up mattering, just because you're at the top of the scoreboard doesn't mean it's not your fault. Now, obviously, even professional teams, you can look at someone and say, "Well, that guy's the reason they lost that game." Like. And Colin Kaepernick threw three interceptions in the 2013 Super Bowl. Kind of his fault that we lost that game. But you know what? It well, no, it's also Michael Crabtree's fault for not catching the dang ball. It is. It is Michael Crabtree's fault as well. I guess you can put some blame on him. But anyway, but then they see. Here's the thing. I guess you could also say, well, it's the linebacker's fault for not protecting him long enough where he could throw a comfortable throw. Or it's the receiver's fault for That's not true. being open enough where he could throw a comfortable throw. Or it's just the freaking who was it? The Ravens' fault for being better than, than the 49ers were. <laughs> oh, it's the Ravens' fault. Anyway, it's you lose, you share responsibility of defeat. So stop. I'm just sick of seeing I went 10 and 1 and we still lost. Uh, yeah, because you suck. Yeah, try, uh, yeah learn, learn from your own mistakes. Like, I was mm. actually, I saw a good Reddit post, which I should have saved. Um, I don't remember if this was on uh, slash Rainbow Six or on our slash uh, Siege Academy. Siege Academy. But um, if it was good, it was probably Siege Academy. Probably. And the guy was basically saying, like, here's how I went from like new to the game <laughs> to Diamond in in like 60 days or something like that. That sounds like a Siege Academy post. Yeah, probably. And so, uh, and obviously, like, he didn't go from never having played a video game to to Diamond, right? Right. But like, he went from being a CS player or whatever to Diamond, and like his tips were basically like one, get an aim trainer. So like, you got to get better at that mechanical skill and like spend some time on that and be like, uh, you know, be methodical and intentional about your practice. Um, he had a few other tips, but like the one that I really picked up on was he said like record your games and, and like study them like game film, right? Like every, and every professional sports team or professional sports player does this where you, you record whatever you did and you look back and you see where you can improve and you watch yourself. And he said like mostly record the outliers, right? Like record the ones where you did really bad or the ones where you did really good and go through and analyze and just see like those little mistakes or those little like good things that you did and like what made the difference. Um, and he said, just by doing that, like you'll improve a ton. And I like, I think that's super smart, right? Like, Mm -hmm. okay, that game where I did go 0-6 and and we like just got stomped. Like, yeah, what did I do there? Because for each each, uh, one of those six rounds that I died and I never got a kill, like clearly I was doing something wrong. Like where could I have done better? Uh, So 
it's yeah learn from your own mistakes right like even if you went 10 and 2 still you could have you could have changed something because your teammates all died and and you could have been helping them or like you know not off-site killing the roamers who aren't doing anything but on-site protecting the the diffuser or whatever right um no yeah i i agree with that i i hate the aim trainer idea though i think terrace hunt is a perfectly good way to increase your mechanical skill sure instead of playing an aim trainer but yeah i mean whatever like however you want anyway. to, you do your aim training like yeah. whatever but you do need to get better at mechanical skill right yeah so this macy j thing yeah Which, so by the way I, let me say this i love macy j enough that i've like given him touch prime subs so we're not yeah like i'm a big macy j fan he's probably my favorite streamer yeah. um as far as yeah. siege yeah uh, so like, I'm not trying to, to rag on ACJ or whatever, but this guy, uh, bearded hitbox, um, just shared this video that he made. That was like a compilation of, uh, his own stream and Macy J's stream when they got matched together in matchmaking mm-hmm. and he actually deleted it. I was looking for it the whole time you we were talking and he, he deleted the tweet. So I don't know if the video is even available anywhere. So interesting. Um, he probably, he got a lot of hate for it, I'm sure. But basically what it was, was like from his perspective, he uh he was playing pretty well right Mm -hmm. like he i don't remember what his final score was eight and four so Mm -hmm. he played well he was at the top of the scoreboard they lost four to two i think they won four to two oh they won four to two okay so yeah um and like he was making tons of call outs Mm -hmm. and like he was saying uh you know good try and ggs and like all this stuff you know being a good good teammate uh and then from macy j's perspective macy j had voice chat muted yep and then he was like getting frustrated at this like phantom player that he was building up in his mind of who the other guy was. Mm-hmm. And like he was complaining that he, well, no, he says something about like, oh, this guy is like insane. He's off site as Mozzie like upstairs and like he like wasted all their time. Uh, so like he said something good, but, but then he was like, but I bet he's just over there saying like, like, oh my gosh, my team sucks. I'm I'm getting so many kills. My team's not getting any kills. And then he just like made up this player in his head of who this guy was. Yep. And like the guy just has all these clips of like round around around of Macy J being like, oh my gosh, this guy's so annoying. And like he literally had no input from the guy because yeah. chat was muted, voice chat was muted. And the actual input the guy was giving was like great call outs. Really, really good. Like good job, good kill. Uh, next guy's over here, you know, like nice, really nice, good nice. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like and, very good. And then so like he put this clip together and it's just like the stark difference between what Macy J was perceiving this guy was with absolutely no basis for it. Yeah. And then what the guy was actually doing was just like, wow, this is like kind of embarrassing. And then at the end of the game, the guy's like, oh, GG's guys, good GG's, you know, like and he was like so happy to play with Macy J and everything. And then Macy J was like, well, that game wasn't very fun. And like, yep. <laughs> it wasn't searches for the next game. It's just like, okay. okay. like, <laughs> it, Yeah. If you're, like if you're going to turn off chat and everything, then don't like assign ascribe personalities to, yeah. <laughs> to your teammates. Right. That's uh, it. It, it. It's hard because they have to have they're all chat turned off because of people screaming in the mics, things that will get them banned on Twitch. Yeah. Which is so stupid. But at the same time, it's like, it's so hard for you to go play a ranked game or an unranked game, regardless and having the chat mute and your teammates making really good call outs and you're losing the game because you're not, you don't have these call outs that they're yeah. making in chat. Which like, that seems like a Twitch problem. Twitch shouldn't be banning streamers for things that happen outside of their control. Yeah. Uh, particularly if it's like just once in a while. Right. Um, and maybe it's partly a, a Rainbow Six problem where they need to be better about obscuring streamers so you don't necessarily know that you're playing with a streamer. Yes. I, I still don't think a streamer mode is that important, but um, but yeah, it was just funny. Just like, just don't don't get yeah. like frustrated over stuff that you don't even know is true. Like, yep. <laughs> just I don't know. 
I wish I could uh, link the video, but it's gone. It's gone. Okay, tell me why else we suck at Rainbow Six. Operator callouts. This is this is what's interesting. This is something that even pro players don't necessarily do all the time. Watching like a lot of like the pro player streams mm-hmm. um, or even like their games where like it shows their actual callouts. Yeah, and I debated with you whether or not this was very useful, and I think that I was mostly wrong. I think it. Yeah, and I'll, I'll point out examples why this is useful. So what I mean by operator callouts is calling out operator names where you see them. So for example. If I saw pulse and piano, instead of saying one piano, I would say pulse piano. So you think like, okay, whatever, that's not like a huge deal. But it actually turns out to be a huge deal as the game progresses and knowing mm-hmm. where pulse is, not where one is. Right. And so I'll, I'll give a couple of example, examples of why like this is super important. I'm going to pull these were like real, real, real examples, real, real examples some from um, certain streams. So I was watching Adam play the other day, who's a, who's a streamer. Um, and he was playing on coastline and he was playing twitch he was watching the main lobby stairs flank the the site was hookah and billiards okay so they're attacking hookah and billiards they have like the attacking team adam's team has the 90 hall he's watching the main stairs flank so if the guy tries to come through luggage he can have that flank he puts a twitch drone down there and sees jaeger at the bottom of lobby he's running into service he says one in service and think okay well he should have said jaeger in service because two things one that means the guy in service doesn't have a C4. So if you're going to plant yeah. billiards, you know Jaeger doesn't have C4. And he's trapped downstairs. He has to come up cool vibes area. He has to come up main because there's only two staircases. So you can plant billiards because they found out like 30 seconds later, not 30 seconds, like three seconds later, they, there was another call, one vase. And it's like, okay, well, who's that operator in vase? Is it Maestro? You don't know if it's Maestro, if he's going to be on Maestro cams or whatever. If you try to plant, you don't know if it's Echo. Like say the name of this operator because they're, they're two question marks, okay? And there's a kill and nobody says who was killed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, say the name of the guy you killed. Because now it's it's 4v1. They're still not planting. They're looking for the last guy. If you killed Jaeger, then you know the last guy is Vase. If you killed Vase, if you had said that name, then you know the last guy is Jaeger and he's trapped downstairs. He has no way to stop a plant. Right. So you should have been planting, first of all, when you found out there was one Vase and Jaeger was service. But the call wasn't made that Jaeger was service. And it's possible it's because the call came late enough that Jaeger had run to Vase by the time that next call out was made that there was one Vase. So it's possible that Jaeger was the one Vase. So you, you didn't know if you were safe to plant or not. But had you called Jaeger service and then, I don't remember who it was, Alibi Vase, well, you're clear to plant billiards. You're clear right. to push through luggage, to push through Aqua and plant billiards and you just watch the cool vibe stairs and the and the main stairs. Mm-hmm. And Jaeger can't get up and Alibi's stuck at Vase. She can't get to you. Right. So you're safe. And it's because they didn't call operator names. Right. Okay. Second example. We're playing, we're playing Coastline. There was two times of this actually. Well, all these are on Coastline. There's two times of this actually where like a very similar event happened. And I was watching two different parts of it. So I was getting confused of what the callouts were, but I found the right part. So I'm I'm Cali playing ruins and I'm the reason we lost this around 100%, but I'm Cali playing ruins and we called the Jaeger was behind Aqua Bar. So I'm just focused on Aqua Bar. I'm not letting Jaeger move. It's 3v3 now. I still think Jaeger's behind Aqua Bar, but he's not. And we have callouts that there's one was down, one was um like on Cool Vibe stairs and the down guy was getting revived. And these are three different people. Looking back on it, these are three different people. So Jaeger's one of those guys getting revived, but or one of the guys reviving or the guy on Cool Vibes. I don't know that because we're just saying one, 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 one. So I'm yeah. thinking like the guy Cool Vibes is now the guy reviving and Jaeger's still stuck behind Aqua Bar. Jaeger had to have, there's no other way he could have. He had to have just gone prone and crawled out because there's no way. Can you just hop over the bar? And... No, I would have seen him because I can see the luggage door. So had he hopped over, he would yeah. have been dead too. So the, he had to have proned and crawled out. Um but anyway, because we didn't make that call, I'm sitting there. And this is, again, my fault that I'm sitting here on Aqua Bar when I see Diffuser has been planted. I should have gone off Ruins immediately and gone to the hookah bout and yeah. like started to help. But had the call been made, Jaeger Cool Vibes, I'd have been like, 
oh freak like Jaeger yeah, left and then yeah. I would have gone down ruins like immediately to go to hookah but there wasn't a call that Jaeger was cool vibes or Jaeger was reviving her and I don't know the exact cams that they were watching so it's possible they couldn't actually see the operators but still right regardless if a call had been made Jaeger was cool vibes or Jaeger was whatever I could have moved off that spot instead of holding a completely useless angle at that point yeah in the game. yeah um last example this one this one is just a good one because you can kind of see why it's it's so important to call the actual operators so if you have a Cavera and Visa for we're playing consulate now okay we're going to move off of coastline okay. wrong consulate wrong consulate Cavera's and Visa Cavera's and Visa pulses and piano site is top floor someone is trying to push Visa to go up Visa stairs they're going to be super super slow because they know Cavera's and Visa they don't want to get killed so they're trying to join it or whatever and then they see a Cavera someone sees Cavera in like main lobby or something but just has one in main lobby that person in their mind is going to think, okay, now Pulse is the one in main lobby, not Cavera in main mm-hmm. lobby, but it's actually Cavera. So instead of this person just being able to move right through Visa to go towards like bottom spiral, if they want to get these kills on Pulse and Cavera, now they're, they're taking all this time they don't need to take in Visa because they think Cavera is still in there or maybe around that area. And if, if operator names, when you call operator names in your head, you're drawing a little map where all these operators are, and you're able to take control of the map way easier by knowing, okay, well, we know Pulse is in piano, so if we're going to try to plant console office, we have to take care of Pulse below first because we know that's yeah. the one in piano. We know he has a C4. Or if it was Jaeger in piano, okay, well, then Jaeger's not even important. I don't care that Jaeger's in piano because we're yeah. just going to plan above. Um, but just that one little example of just like, Cavera's moved now, and instead of just saying one on main lobby desk or circle desk, right? but saying Cavera's circle desk, <laughs> it's like, okay, well, now this Sophia that's pushing Visa can just go right through Visa because she knows Cavera's not there right, anymore. Right. Um, well, it's also, I mean... There's the other way of confusion too, where you know somebody's pushing, let's say, front door or yellow stairs or piano windows, mm. and they they hear one circle desk and they think the same thing. Oh, the pulse from piano moved over to circle desk, but no, actually, there's two guys in there, so you have to be yep. like extra careful yep. or yep. leave yep. it alone, yep. Yep. right? So like, yeah, just just knowing like if you know who it is and saying who it is and where they are, that allows people to have the the information to make the right decisions, mm-hmm. or you can yeah example one one waiting you kill the guy in waiting but it was actually a zero that someone meant to say was in waiting and you killed ash in waiting if you kill ash you know oh zero is still in waiting there's that means there's two here instead of i got the one waiting and then like walking through waiting getting killed by zero like, right had i known it was zero in waiting that you saw then yeah. i would have known when i saw ash that there's two there instead of just the one guy right so anyway and this is this is not this is not something they do in, in pro league too like i think they do a lot of the time but i was watching i'm watching pro streams i'm watching kickstar play i'm watching like um king george play i was watching bolo play the other day they're not calling operator names mm-hmm. i'm like it, this is a huge thing to help your game and none of them are doing it and a lot of times like there were times where they definitely like said operator names like ash dead or like this op- ace pushing this like they were calling it but there were a lot of times where they just say one here and it's like say their freaking name because you just yeah. said that he was tower stairs and now he's main stairs so that means tower stairs is clear right now right so anyway uh yeah you don't names want people chasing important. phantoms right yep um yeah and and like if you don't know who it is or like if if all you can manage to spit out in that like pressure situation is the location then that's better that's, than nothing yeah, it's better than nothing but like but if, if you, you can yeah if you can say the name say the name because yeah the name is just so much more important than you really think it is right or like uh another good example is like so we've had a couple of times on coastline we're defending um service and kitchen mm-hmm. and like you've gone into the spot behind the front desk yeah and like i've got a mirror window over in what's that like nectar room called bathroom the, oh where the, the actual bomb is like between, between service and kitchen, and kitchen. yeah that, that like weird random connector room and so i can see out there and i'm calling out for you like okay there's we know there's two guys coming down main stairs and like 
I'm trying to tell you which side of the of the front desk they're coming on so you can mm-hmm. like surprise them. And so one of them is Monty and one of them is like Ash or something. So it's like it's way more important for you to know where the Ash is than the Monty is. Right. Right. So like for like if I can't see the Ash and I it, like if I just say, oh, one front desk and you're focused on that and it's Monty and then like Ash just like comes around the other side and destroys you, then that wasn't very helpful. But if, right. if you know, OK, that's just Monty. I'm going to let Monty go past me. I don't care about Monty. Wait for Ash. Right. Like it's you can make the right call based on that so okay is that all for uh why you suck at siege that's all for why you suck at siege okay thank you sunless con for sponsoring that segment uh let's talk about operator ideas operator ideas and i'm moving to discord discourse from the community the com- this is the community segment of the yeah. podcast yeah here we go the whole big community segment and so we have well here here yeah we have we have sponsor a sponsor right there wing back from the sponsorships <laughs> that was amazing <laughs> yeah wasn't that cool we did that uh we have a beautiful community they are mostly gathered in the discord which you can mm-hmm. find by searching on around discord you can also find us on twitter at r6 unrenowned which has links to the discord that's a really easy way to find the discord uh and it's a really good time so come join the discord we have a channel dedicated to operator ideas podcast questions if you ask six questions in the podcast questions channel that make it onto the show you become a podcast questionnaire which is a special role that gives you special privileges to ask questions with your little voice that can go on the podcast yeah it's great and we also do discord discourse every show where we introduce a topic of discussion to talk about in the discord and everybody throws together their ideas and then we talk about it the next week and uh bring in your guys's input and everything so it's a good good time make sure you join the discord but for now we are pulling operator ideas from the discord we don't do this every week we do it irregularly when uh we have time for it so first one for today comes from king crazy this was actually suggested a long time ago so Mm. let's see if uh he or she is listening and hears it uh what about an operator that can half reinforce a wall that can be vaulted over so you can use a rotate as cover interesting i kind of love this idea so like you could do this weird thing with mira before which i think they fixed now right where you could like Oh yeah. On a soft wall you could do a mirror window and then you could like open above it and then you could vault over vault it. Vault over it. Yeah. It was a weird you could like stand on it. That was a problem. You could stand on it. Mm. So yeah, that, like that was a a weird thing and a kind of a roundabout way of achieving a similar thing, but what if you could actually get a fully reinforced half wall that you could vault over? And then it's like, now you got a little bit of cover. It's sort of like a shield where you can pop up behind it, right? And like mm-hmm. and shoot at people, but also it's like full cover. Uh and like it's it's like a nice vault through hole. Like, I think this is so cool. And like, there's certain spots where this would be so useful. So for example, top floor of chalet defending the, you know, the new master bedroom setup. And so there's, you know, there's that one corner where you open it. It's got the nice, like uh wall in front of it. So mm-hmm. then when you're going through this rotate, you're not seen by the people out on the balcony immediately. Yep. It's right next to this big window. The problem with this rotate is like, it's really great for moving around, but if you get pinned into that corner, you have absolutely no cover mm-hmm. and like, you can't really go anywhere. And so like, if you're trying to, uh, like somehow help somebody hold that balcony, then you get stuck. But if you had an operator like this, where you could put, you could keep that rotate still, but also put a little bit of defense up with this half reinforcement. Now you can crouch behind this reinforcement, be able to offer some help to somebody uh, that's that's attacking from balcony, yep. as well as like you could pop up and shoot at somebody that's pushing from the uh, what's that new room called with the Piano? trophy stairs? No, uh, solarium. Solarium. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, you could help somebody from. Uh, like help with somebody that's on the solarium door or the big window. Like you would get way more options based out of just having a little bit of cover there. Right. And maybe you could achieve kind of the same thing with the shield. 
but I feel like a, a full reinforcement would be like so much better. So I love this idea. Um, it would also work really well in places like uh, Oregon Basement, which is our favorite uh, demo demo site. Yeah, it used to be my favorite demo site. Favorite sample now site. Now I'm like, I don't, I mean, I know it very well now, but. But uh, the Oregon Basement, that wall into bunker, like sometimes teams close it off. Sometimes they do a rotate with like a shield up there. But if you did kind of this half rotate idea, like that just gives them one more obstacle as like if they take that where like you can still use it as a rotate for yourself but also it's a little bit of an obstacle for them it's not just like free free entry to the site right yeah the problem with that one there is a lot of teams will use that rotate until bunkers taken and so they'll like they'll use the rotate to get back in and then they'll reinforce it so that bunker is so what if you could extend it to a full reinforcement interesting now that would be super interesting yeah yeah yeah. so it's a half one until you and then it's just like it's and like anyone can do it. i think ooh, anyone can like ooh, yeah ooh. what if it's like a mirror window where you can shoot it and then it like it ejects and it like pops up all the way up to the top wow someone's <gasps> if someone's crawling over at the right time it will cut them in half just, oh yes it smashes them oh it'd be so good <laughs> that'd be good although i don't know why you wouldn't just shoot them if you could because those would be so much cooler <laughs> that's why that would be cool or if you could remote do it with the operator she could remote but then I don't know how you would do. How many would they get? Two? Yeah, For some two. reason, I think two is the right number. Two. Mm-hmm. Could Mira put her windows on them? Yes, I think she can. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah, she can. Why not? Because you know what that does? That oh, it makes the freaking jungles, but the in uh, freaking second floor of border mm-hmm. to look into archives. A lot of people in armory will put, will like put a mirror window there, but they can't reinforce that wall because there's it's only a one panel. And so right. they have to just put the mirror window and try on to like soft, peek over yeah. a soft wall. If you could put a mirror window there with this person's half reinforcement, then mm-hmm. you can like kind of do the deployable shield thing where you pop up and shoot. Yeah, that'd be cool. That spot would be super strong and it would suck, but it would be cool. Yeah, it, it might be a little bit too strong with Mira, so they'd have to work out how that works. But uh, but yeah, that like I think that'd be so cool. Yeah, that'd be a cool operator. Interesting idea. I like that King Crazy. Yeah. Good job, King Crazy. Crazy King. Our Crazy King. That's from Halo. It's yes, a Halo it thing. Is. I played Halo this week. Ooh, lucky you. It was it was a good time. Yeah, I I liked it. Our next one comes from Trom the Bone. The name is Reverb. He says, or she says, her ability would be some type of dart or object like Hayut's Electroclaws that attaches to a surface and emits one or two clicks, kind of like a dolphin, and basically uses echolocation to show enemy ops and gadgets on the other side of walls, ceilings, and floors. The sound radius would be spherical shape and not that large for balancing purposes, of course. Yeah. So I think we may have had a similar idea to this before, or maybe the exact same idea. Yeah. I think, yeah, we did. We had the idea of somebody putting up like a sonar thing. Oh, yeah, it was like a thing that you put on the wall and it would like uh-huh. sonar through the wall. And... Yeah. Yeah. So I guess we've talked but about this, this is, before. No, but this is interesting because if you could like shoot this dart, let's say it's like a zero kind of gadget, Sam Fisher kind uh-huh. of dart. If you could, let's say you're attacking armor, you're hitting like the armory reinforcement, someone's behind half wall and you don't know if someone's behind half wall, you could use this thing to shoot a little dart back there and it would like use a little echo thing and tell you like, no, half wall's clear. Yeah. That'd be actually really cool. I like that. That'd be nice. I like that idea. You could use that in a lot of places. Yellow stairs. You could, if you're trying to push consulate uh, garage, you can just shoot one on yellow stairs real fast and see if there's someone around the corner on yellow stairs or someone yeah, behind like, the van. It's it's kind of like uh, Zofia's concussion, concussion grenades where like mm-hmm. you can use that to detect where people are. Yep. It'd be nice if there was something that was similar, but like just just instant feedback that somebody's there, right? Yeah. Like that's that'd be really, really nice to have. Um, and you you could have maybe more of them because they wouldn't have any like ill effect on the person like yep. Zafia's do. So maybe you can have four of these and you can just kind of like probe your way through. Yeah. Which would be super nice. I like it. Reverb. I actually like that a lot. That's cool. Okay. Alter. Uh, he, 
uh, actually borrowed this from somewhere else on the internet. So credit to wherever the random place on the internet was that this came from. Uh, the idea is blockade. His ability is a special grenade that when thrown will rapidly create a harding, hardening foam that can fill broken walls and doors and floors. It will be like one of smoke grenades where it can be triggered by a remote. So this is actually Icy Cat had this idea very, very long time ago. Oh, yeah. Um, but it was his was like a spray can uh-huh, kind uh-huh. of basically thing where if you hit reinforcement, you kind of spray it closed yeah, again. Yeah, kind of close it back up Yeah, with like soft wall material, yeah. basically. I like this idea with it being kind of like a smoke grenade that you kind of throw it at it and then use mm-hmm. it and it will just... Yeah, so when I read this, I thought this would be even cooler as an attacker. So if an attacker had some sort of launcher mm. where they could like shoot it into a doorway or onto like peak holes or whatever else, right? So it's like, okay, like we know that there's... Uh, so for example, our chalet setup on um, on bar games where I've got the mirror uh, looking into billiards games mm. and I can see the window and like that entrance from uh, that, that mudroom entrance on like far side over by blue stairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if somebody's coming in that entrance and they can just close that door with some kind of material uh, that they launch from a thing and now they can like push through safely. And like, it'd be really cool. I think as an attacker, if it was, this was a thing that lasts for like 15 seconds or something and it's like, maybe it's semi bulletproof. So like you have to shoot it enough to break, break through it or whatever before you can like really shoot through it or something. And so just, yeah, just a way to shut down yeah, sight what, lines, yeah, shut down it rotations. Was just, it could only attach to like soft walls. And so you hit it on the soft wall and it just kind of creates like a, like a temporary reinforcement or like a, maybe a kind of bulletproof reinforcement, not completely. So like if someone had a mirror window somewhere, you could shoot that at the other side of the mirror, not the other side, but like the, like adjacent to the mirror uh-huh, window uh-huh. so they can't shoot through it. Yeah. And it could kind of help you push into sight. So, well, yeah, like that'd be super cool, but I also feel like you kind of need to be able to get it in doorways to to so be yeah, the most useful. Yeah, I feel like the problem with that is you could kind of break the map in certain ways. Like you can make it to where they they like now you've just kind of cut off part of the map completely. That's the I guess. Idea. Yeah, I know that's that's the, that, that's the point. But is that too um, powerful so, to well, shut so, off a so complete what if, doorway? What if they can melee through it? What if it's yeah, like a like a, like a like a barricade? It's a three melee to get through it, but like you can't shoot through it until you put punch a hole in it or something. Yeah, and then it, it like melts away in fifteen seconds. I think fifteen seconds might be too long, but. Well, if you can, if you can manually tear it down, that's that's faster than getting through a castle barricade if yeah, you don't have the breach charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or if you had an impact or whatever else, right? You could just pop it open. Yeah. But yeah, like, interesting. I think it'd be really cool. As that'd it, be a cool idea. It's it's basically like the castle on attack idea, but in a, like mm-hmm. a little bit of a nerfed kind of a way. Did you see that someone was saying castle on yes, attack on Twitter? Yeah. Yep. Some out of nowhere just said, "What if castle was on attack?" When did you listen to the Underground podcast? Yeah, and then I went and tweeted, "Like, from. look up the history of hashtag castle on attack because it's well documented on Twitter that we've been saying this for a long time." It's true, uh, but it's yeah, true. this is a cool idea. So thank you, Alter, for sharing that. I like it better flipped on the attacker side than on the defender side. Yeah, that is interesting. Um, I do actually like that a lot better as a as an attacker than a defender. Which again is because it's castle on attack. It's castle on attack. Is really what it is. <laughs> that would be the new main hundred percent. Um, guys, I will say this. I think we can do better with operator ideas. I think we can do better. Yeah, uh, we've we've had a fair amount, but so I went all the way back to May, and those were the only three I picked out that were like semi good. So like, I don't mean to to like bag. a lot of them too are just repeat ideas that yeah, we've right, heard right a there's, billion times before. Yes, there's ideas that we've heard before, and then there's other ideas. It's like this is totally unrealistic, or ideas. It's like I'm not really following what you're saying. Like. Could you explain this a little bit better or like use some punctuations? <laughs> and commas are a huge thing. <laughs> and periods. And periods. Commas and periods. 
Yeah, it makes it a lot easier to understand what you're saying. Uh, but yeah, like let's, let's get some more operator ideas in there and we will talk about it more often. It's partly our fault, I think, that we don't talk about it enough that yeah. people don't, don't submit them. Yeah, that's fair. Um, we also, for our first one, we did like the the um, alpha pack or like the $5 reward or whatever. Oh, we did do a reward. I mm-hmm. forgot about that. Yeah. Should we do one of those again? Maybe we should do one of those sometime. Let's, yeah, let's plan for it uh, sometime. Sometime like during season six. Yes. Oh, also. I mean, um, season four. Don't forget, play day. Play day is changing from Wednesday to Friday instead. So it's the weekend, 7.30 p.m. Pacific, 10.30 Eastern. Uh, and we do me versus Chris, the tournament, and we randomize the community onto our teams. And then we do a best of three match and we are keeping score throughout the season. We're currently one to one. One, one. one, one. So yeah. somebody's going to pull ahead. It's really fun. Yeah, we, we need we need people there. It'll be a good time. We have fun. Yeah, last it time we fun. Louis str- the first time was easy. The second time we struggled to fill the team. So yeah. make sure I, I remember you come not too long ago play. we did a tournament. We had like forty people there. Yeah. Where did you go? Yeah. Where did you? Home where go? art thou? Yeah. Come join. This is fun because it's like it's way easier to set up. It's not like a ton of overhead. You're not sitting there waiting mm-hmm. to play forever. Uh, I mean, assuming that we don't have way too many people. Right. 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 Um. But yeah, like it's it's just easy to hop in. Like we just go and play. We only play fun maps. We play regular ranked rules, so nobody's right. confused. Right. Uh, right, 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 right. Just take a look. Just look at it. Just look at it. Uh, no, he tell you, tell you to look at it. Probably look at it first. <laughs> yeah, first thing you do when you get a ticket from a cop, you just gotta look at it. I was so mad. <laughs> if you haven't seen this, look up. Uh, just look up, look at it. Yeah. That's all you have to look up. It's just look, look at, at it, car or something like that, but yeah. it'll be the first one. It's funny. Uh, right, so yeah, right, come, right. Come, come <laughs> join us on Friday. We're going to have a great time. And then afterwards, we just run some ranks. So we stream the the little tournament as well. So you can come watch a stream if you're not on con- on PC. Sorry. Speaking of, speaking of, speaking of yes. streams, I have a new heart rate monitor. And Ryan thinks it's silly, but I think it it's the silly. coolest thing in the world. But because it's cool. it tracks literally every single heartbeat. So playing Among Us, when my heart rate goes to 173, you can like <laughs> see the little lines like... <laughs> And it's just kind of fun. Those it's a clutch good time. moments in Siege. It gets... Yeah, it just like starts going up. It's it's better. I used to use it on my Apple Watch and it would update like every five seconds or so. This is like current live. Yeah, real time. Real time. And it's just, it's fun. It's a good time. Yeah. So just hello on the, Twitch. Yeah, just hello with three O's. There you go. And I'm Ryga, W-R-Y-G-U-Y. W-R-Y-G-U-Y. No heart rate monitor, but it's the better stream. Rigi? Yeah. That's how you say your name, right? Yes. I, I don't know if it's Rigi or, or Rigi. Anyway, uh, what's next? Discord Discourse. Discord Discourse. Tell me about Discord Discourse. Yeah, this week's Discord Discourse is all about the Yellow Ping. So there has been some very hot takes on Twitter. As soon as Yellow Ping's released, all of a sudden we all knew what was good and not good for the game <laughs> um, without actually <laughs> playing with it for like more than two weeks. Um, so the Discord Discourse this week was about whether or not Yellow Ping's, specifically on observation tools, not on regular Yellow Ping's, but if you can still Yellow Ping on cameras without telling the enemy that you're Yellow Pinging them, um, on drones if that mm-hmm. should still stay in the game the yeah. final vote actually kind of surprised me on this one i expected that would to you be just like, look at that final vote would you just look at it um 32 people said yellow ping should stay on on like observation tools and only five people said it should go away yeah. and i think part of those 32 are people that have suggested some like changes to the system of uh-huh. how it is currently yep and um, we'll talk about that but i i just what i what i hate is when people get on twitter and i mean this is what twitter is this is exactly what twitter is but people get on Twitter and do their hot take like immediately without actually playing with it for like more than two seconds and right. be like, oh, this is actually awful for the game. It's like, right. well, you played with it for two seconds and like no longer than that. So you don't know if it's awful for the game. You just think it is. But anyway, yellow pinging. So we have a couple of people that have different ideas. I'm going to just pick out some of them and read some of these 
ideas from people. Well, first off, let's just take ours. What is your thoughts on yellow pinging? Having played with it for a while. Um, overall, I like it. Um, and mostly because it helps if you're like solo queuing, playing with people without mics, or even if you're playing with a full squad where you're all on Discord or whatever, it's just gives you a little bit more precise of, of an opportunity to show where it is. And so um, I think a good point that, for example, Boopsy made is that like it buffs operator, like Intel operators who mm -hmm. already tend to be very strong operators. So like Valkyrie, uh, Maestro not as much because right. you, you can't aim it right. unless you're Maestro himself. Um, but it does, it buffs, you know, Echo, Valkyrie, these, these operators who were already very, very good. Um, and then also it buffs drones, which like drones are already really, really good. And so like, there's definitely positives and negatives. I think the one thing to remember is like, it's on both sides, you know, both, both sides have cameras, especially mm -hmm. now with zero in that's like an extra Intel operator for attackers who has this opportunity and this, uh, this, I am surprised buff. with how, how little his cameras are shot. Yeah, I think it's, well, I mean, I try to shoot them a lot, but the problem is it's so easy to hear them and see yeah. them that, like, it's it's rare that they actually stick, unless, like, even long enough for me to zap something. Uh, oh, I, I mean, like, killed. Oh, how much they're killed by... Yeah, I feel like, like, I think a lot of times they are killed when they are seen shot down, but if they're missed when they're shot down, I think the yellow light is so... Yeah, like, I don't think like, you see it that well if, yeah. if you don't already know it's there, but, yep. like, but it, it is difficult to actually get them down. Yeah. And not have it is, yeah, that is true because it is it shakes your screen from like five five miles away. You could be yeah, on console, someone shoots it in chalet, and you can feel the. We shake. still need to test that. Like, just test like how far away, how far away. Yeah. Like you hear it and see it, and like like I just I want to have more data on like how to effectively place them. I wonder if right. anybody's made a nice video about that yet. I'm sure Rogue Nine has a video about that. We'll have to look. Uh. So yeah, like yellow pings overall, I think are good. I th like they're good for for the health of the game. It makes it easier for people to pick up. I think, um, and like, and also like it's it like if you use it too much as a crutch, it can it can bring you down. Like so, we had examples where, uh, where like we were making callouts and yellow pinging, and then like the yellow ping was more accurate, so we stopped making the callouts. But then like we couldn't actually yellow ping because they were behind uh, like a counter, and you couldn't mm -hmm. like you couldn't get the yellow ping in the right spot. And then like you were last guy and you ended up dying against this last person because we weren't making the, the right call outs and we were just trying to yellow ping. Um, right. So like things like that, like it, like it can't just substitute for comms straight up. Mm -hmm. And that's, this is kind of the thing with it. I don't think it does. I, I red, red pings are strong and yellow pings are strong. Of course, especially when you're below trying to throw a C4, but at the same time, when you say on yellow ping, that is not very helpful. Trying to find that yellow ping. If you're gonna ever say on ping, say the room first, please. Like yeah, 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 say yeah. in piano on ping or in bottom dragon on ping, because right. then instead of turning in circles, you're like, Well, here's the call and this is actually where he is. Right. So I can get the general idea. On that note, I do need to use more of my actual compass that shows you where the yeah, ping it is. Does. Yep. Cause like I don't ever glance at that and I totally should. It'll yep. give me a little bit of an indicator. But yep. also like just saying on ping, like even if you can if if it is a play like a place in the room where there's a call out, you should make that call out because that's like valuable information that they can't necessarily get from being on the other side of the wall or on like uh, the floor below, right? Like it's important to know that they're behind this piece of cover, right? Uh, you know, so like the ping's great, but make sure you're making the call outs too. It doesn't really replace call outs, right? Um, 
let's see free, free pixel uh, this is kind of the point that i'm i'm making from all these kind of players just posting about this he says i hope yellow pink on drone sticks around for at least long enough for us to see what effect it has on the game you're 100 percent right free pixel um glow sticker says as long as it shows in the kill cam i'm 100 percent completely fine with it which is something that they're changing so that you know when you're getting killed by it uh lion says he thinks it should stay but the enemy should know if he or she is being pinged if the ping is near where the player is i actually like this idea i think this is a good potential change to yellow ping so if you if you yellow ping within like two meters of an operator i think you should just tell the operator you've been spotted yeah like that's fair i think if you're going to spot them and you're yellow pinging them that's fair that it's telling them the the reason i don't want it gone completely is because a lot of the times i use it on a drone to ping something that's i'm not pinging an operator i'm pinging where i want you to hit a zero camera i'm pinging where i want you to to do a rotate or i'm pinging where i want you to shoot a zofia like i'm pinging for other reasons than just there's an operator here mm-hmm. and so i'm fine with it telling the game like telling the operator like you've been pinged what if what if it was visual so what if there was like a little laser sight that like oh and like i wouldn't i wouldn't show i would like, never the whole, do that then the whole laser line like from the camera to the thing but like mm-hmm. actually showed like the laser print like if you're actually using a laser point in real life how that looks where there's oh, just yeah, like yeah. a mark on the wall or whatever yeah. like that'd be really cool if there's just like a little yellow spot on the floor or like wherever yeah, interesting and then like if you were paying enough attention you would notice that and know that like you gotta look for a camera yeah. That is interesting. And here's the other thing too. And Toronto Will actually talks about this. So maybe I'll just read, I'll read his thing. He says, to the extent it's powerful, it's not undeserved power. You should be punished for failing to deny drones on defense and shoot cams on attack, which yes, a hundred percent true. It is mm-hmm. your fault, especially default cams. That is your fault. If yes, you're getting yeah, yellow yeah. pinged from a default cam, <laughs> that's completely on you. Even you like, even like Valkyrie cams, maybe you should start bringing IQ a little more and use her gadget instead of using the G8 because you need her IQ's gadget. Like maybe this is a buff to IQ and we're not seeing it as a buff to IQ. Yeah. Um, he says that the mid level of play where you'd think pings would make the biggest difference because at higher level, people are making precise enough calls over comms that pings are redundant. They are too imprecise and unreliable to make a consistent difference. Comms are very spotty at mid level and people who are eager to ping aren't always good at communicating what they're pinging or why, which is also true. If you're just pinging something, I don't know why you're pinging that thing, which is a lot of people are saying like, this is really good for people that don't use their mics. But at the same time, like, I what are you know, pinging? Yeah, yeah, why are you pinging that? What are you pinging? I don't even see the ping. Like, like pinging an actual object, yeah, that's great because yeah. I can see what that, I can see frost trap under that window. Right, 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 That's right, right. one thing, but like if you're pinging at an operator, it's like, I don't know what you're pinging for. Right. Uh, yeah, that, which is why I don't think, I think you still need comms. This is not a replacement for nope. comms. This nope. is this nope. is an addition to making your comms even stronger. Okay, Um. but one complaint, if I may, why is the default binding not the same as your regular ping binding? Yeah. It's set to the default binding of like the game. It yep. should have just set it to whatever I bound. It, I don't even understand why it's a different. Why it's a different thing? I don't know. Why should it not? It, it should just be the same thing. It's so stupid. Yeah, it is stupid. Easy to um, fix, but stupid. Yep. Uh, he also Toronto also talks about trying to find the ping, which we just talked about. Um, he says the difficulty is compounded by the fact that people do not use voice comms while yellow pinging, which is increasingly saying things like "over there," forcing you to expand attention to decipher what the heck that means. So. Yeah, I 100% agree with Will with what he says. You should be punished for not finding cams. And the Valk cam and the Echo Drone, like, yes, they're powerful. And yes, maybe now they're even a little more powerful. But it's like, that's kind of your fault. Yeah. There yeah. was a Valkyrie on the other team. Maybe you should have, maybe you should have used your drones in certain locations to see where she's throwing her cameras. Maybe you mm-hmm. should have watched Valkyrie during the preparation phase, which is hard to do. But it's like, I also want my drone on attack to be able to ping stuff without people knowing my drone is there. Yeah. Free Pixel mentions uh, the ability to choose a color for your ping. Yeah, I think that's interesting That'd be too. Cool. Or even I, if I it think was just cool. randomized. Yeah, but I think the problem with that one though is that now you just have so many colors in this game. Like you have red pings and yellow yeah. pings, and 
when you ping gadgets, they're either blue or red. Um, camera lights are either blue or orange, depending okay, they need on to, they need to freaking, zero cams are yellow. They need to standardize the lighting for everything. Like, yeah. I don't know what it means when a camera is a certain color. Because it depends what team I'm on. Yeah. Like, what color team I'm on. It's so stupid. Like, it should just be, if it's against me, it's red. If it's for me, it's blue or white or whatever yeah. the color is. But, like, yeah. oh, it's so dumb. Like, I have to sit there and think. And then half of the time, it's the wrong color. Like, a Mozzie's hacked a drone or whatever, and it doesn't show up as the right color, so I shoot it. Yeah, and yeah. Mozzie's all mad at me. And it's like, I'm sorry, it was yellow. Like, yep. It wasn't or blue. Or there's an attacker drone that just has blue lights for no reason. Yeah. Wait, like, drones are yellow or red? They're yellow normally. Okay. They're normally yellow. But an attacker drone will just come in the door and it will just already have blue lights. It's like, yeah. Or no There's lights. Not even like, have you seen no lights before? Yeah, I have seen no lights. And it's like, I don't know whose drone this yep. is. I'm going to shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> if you ping it now, though, you can ping the drone and see what color the ping is. If the ping is blue, oh, you then go. it's yours. If it's red, it's the other teams, which is what everything should be. But yeah, anyway. they need to get consistent on that stuff. Um, Consor thinks he doesn't think it should stay because he's seen in clips and encountered that there could be a well-hidden drone that a defender can't see and a teammate could be constantly pinging the defender without him knowing. To me, it's almost like being tracked by Jackal, but worse. I disagree with this because when you're being tracked by Jackal, you can move wherever in the whole entire map, but you're still getting tracked from someone you were forever ago. Yes. And it's like, I was there 90 seconds ago and now he's tracking me well, when I'm upstairs. Reduced, right? Has it been reduced? Uh, like 60, 60 seconds, seconds maybe. Yeah. yeah. Which no, is, maybe 60. I, I've definitely noticed it's not as bad as it used to be. Yeah, true. But I also still ban Jack all the time. Yes. Um, but I hate him. I, I, yeah, I, I disagree with that just because I can have my a drone could be in a certain room, but if I leave that room, the drone can't still ping me, whereas Jackal can still track you. Right. When you're, when you're long gone. So. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to share on this Discord discourse? Um, the Stig16 also says he's curious, just kind of see how it plays out. Um, outdated sprite. I, I think I disagree with outdated sprites as well. He says in ranked, often people use it instead of scanning on defense and attack, but on drones, it's used way less often. I think it should stay on cams, but on drones, I don't think so. I disagree with that completely because attack, if anyone, are the ones that need a, a, a sort of buff. Um, so I, if they're, if it's used less on drones, I don't think you should not have it on drones because yeah. it's like that. Maybe you should remove it from cams and only have it on drones right. because you don't want to remove it from Joe. That doesn't make any sense. No. So I, I mean, defenders already have such a strong uh, advantage on, yeah. on Intel if they're doing it right. Yep. So um, here's another reason to join the discord. We have the leak tank, which is where you find all the leaks about the game. If you're interested in that kind of thing. Yeah. And we don't ever talk about or leaks if, on the podcast. Or if you're not, but you don't have to look at it. It's true, but it's there. And so you find things that are very exciting. Like I know what the Halloween event is and I am super stoked about it. Mm-hmm. And I hope it's in the game for forever. Who knows if it will be, but anyway, who knows? Who knows? Okay. Do we have another Discord discourse for the coming weeks? We do weeks? have a Discord discourse for the next week. So our next Discord discourse actually comes from TCZ Tim. And this is TCZ Tim sent this to me like in July. <laughs> <laughs> but we had good Discord discourses since then. Um, TZC, by the way. Should defenders be nerfed and get some of their utility taken away? Or should attackers get a buff and get more utility? R6 is quite defender oriented at the moment. So adding this would somewhat even out the playing field. Yeah. So do you think attackers should get more utility to destroy the defender's utility or should defender's utility be nerfed in some way? What do you think? Very interesting. Discord discourse. Come to the channel and discuss it. Yeah. Search Unrenowned Discord. Okay. It's time for everybody's favorite part of the podcast. Starts with L, ends with Q's. Listener, questions. The big LQ. dun 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 uh, I was playing melee with my nephews uh, yeah. 
yesterday. Yeah. And if you if you know what wobbling is in melee, that's where like you use kind of a glitch to as ice climbers to just like infinite grab somebody. So you're just like you can damage them all the way up as high as you want as long as you don't drop it. Yeah. Uh and then you can just like throw them off the screen. And they kind of like pseudo wobbled me where like one of them was Kirby and grabbed me and the other one was Mr. Game and Watch and was on the other side of me and was just like mashing A, which is just like a basic like little stun attack. Yeah, yeah. And so like I could not get out because the like the one was just like keeping me stun locked with with his little A attack and the other one just kept grabbing me and I literally couldn't move. <laughs> and they took me from like zero to 164%. And I was like, what the freak? <laughs> this is so unfair. Wow. Uh, it was pretty funny. What a time. Our first listener question comes from Bilingual Carrot. He says, thoughts on window reinforcements. They would work like normal reinforcements, as in they can be hard breached and take up one of the 10 reinforcements. I think this is kind oh. of taking Castle's spot. And Except I would that wish Castle that Castle... Breach. Yeah, but I would just wish that Castle, if anything, would just become hard breach and then this window reinforcement thing wouldn't be a thing. Yeah, I mean, the problem with that kind of stuff always becomes like windows and doors are like the default entry points and if you can mm-hmm. close those off in a semi-permanent way then like you could make it so that they literally can't get in the site if you yeah. kill their hard breachers and that's yep. like well that's stupid like yeah. nobody wants to sit there yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. wait out the last minute and a half of a round because they literally can't get into the site right that's so, uh, that's so true like you yeah yeah there are 100 percent sites you can just mm-hmm. reinforce the doors and stuff and you you can't get in you just kill a hard breach and it's over yeah um next one comes from the golden maniac he says i'm finally back at the question though i don't know if anyone's asked this yet do you think a canted site would be a good fit for siege it could be like a secondary gadget or attachment in place of a barrel or something it could be good for attackers because i often find myself in places that are too close for an acog but too far for a reflex i know the 1.5 is supposed to do that but it would be nice to have a long and short range site instead of one that's in the middle Mm -hmm. what's your thought no yeah I, I agree. I concur. Yeah. I, I, mean, I think if you're choosing an ACOG, that's your choice to choose an ACOG. Right. It comes if with choosing... like significant advantages in most mm-hmm. situations. And so like if you get into a spot where it's not an advantage, like, well, that's the downside of having an ACOG. Yeah. That's the balance. Um, I, I wouldn't mind. So Glass has a flip scope. And as we mentioned, I think on last episode, that used to be his whole thing. That was his gadget. <laughs> was just he had like a higher magnification than everybody else. Yeah. I would actually not hate if Glass could flip between like a regular hollow and like his, his sight. Like, that'd be, I think, pretty cool. What do you mean? mean? So, like, so, because he can flip it up and down right now, right. but then it's right, just right. iron sights, right? Or, is, nope. or does, oh, no, he actually has the real sight, huh? Yeah. Okay, never mind. He already does that. Yeah. No. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay, but what if, what if he could flip between, like, a one and a half and, and his sight? Not sure if that, I think he only has one, one X. Yeah, that'd be interesting. That'd be cool. Sure. I mean, all that means is just they'd have to give him the one X, one and a half yeah. X, but. Uh, next question comes from True. When you started the pod, did you ever expect it to grow to a community? No. Not at all. Not in the slightest. Nothing <laughs> like it has. No. Uh, True also says, do you think the G8 needs a nerf, like damage or fire rate or even angled grip? The G8 makes IQ an entry fag and it's not okay. The G8, the only change the G8 was over a year ago now when they added the angled grip to it. It started getting popular like four months ago, maybe five months ago. Mm-hmm. It was not popular before. I was, I've been using the G8 for forever because I like yeah. the higher magazine capacity. I've been using that thing for literally forever. And all of a sudden it's five become ever, popular and now it's, and now it's OP. Like, no, the G8 hasn't changed since last year and nobody used it for like six months after the change. No, like eight months after the change. I don't think it needs a change. I think people are just realizing that the G8's 
a good gun. I think the the or other gun, the PPP five five two commando. There you go. Five five two. She has another one too, right? The AUG. Yeah. AUG. Yeah. Um, I think the five five two commando is still <laughs> good. Also, it's you move faster with it over the LMG. Uh, is that a thing? That you move faster? Uh, well, no, but you would ADS faster. You can ADS faster than with the LMG. Um, but I, yeah, I think the GH is just a good gun. I'm fine with it being a good gun. Like, yeah, and here's the, here's the thing. This is what's great about it, though. People are picking IQ as their entry fragger and using the GA and not using IQ's gadget. I am totally fine with that. Like, I'm playing Valkyrie literally all the time. So if you're not using your IQ scanner, fine. Come in with your stupid GA and we'll kill you. And then we still have our cameras because you didn't play IQ. You yeah. played you played recruit basically with a G8. Mm-hmm. Um okay, I just had this random thought. Uh the pooled reinforcements, I think we might have said this already. It's really great. It's like I haven't yeah. seen any issues with it and like it's been really like game changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's awesome. as somebody who plays a lot of defenders that take a lot of time or like I either do like the maestros and the mutes who like take tons of time yep. or I do rook who takes no time. So like I'm on both extremes of that and yeah. it's like it's really nice both ways. It's like, "Oh, okay, I'm just going to throw up four reinforcements cuz I'm rook and I'll save and somebody some time." There's never a time where you're like, "Shoot, I'm in this spot and I'm out of reinforcements and this needs to be reinforced right now." It's like you can do it. Or, or your team has run out of reinforcements because you didn't plan it right, and now, right. <laughs> now the one thing you need reinforced isn't. Right. That does happen sometimes. So there's a few sites we have to be careful, but yeah. But uh, Vo Matt says, "What if when your AF carry disconnect, your teammates get to pick you up instead of a random op?" Um, the only problem with this is, what if they don't know if you're AFK? So like people are picking you up for you, and you're just yeah. picking like, like last they, second. How, how would they even know that you're AFK? Um, what the game should do is it should just you should have five operators that are your default operators mm-hmm. in the list, and it will go down the list until it picks one. That would be so nice. Um, would be way nice. I guess the one thing I would say, so for the teammates picking you up, I definitely wouldn't do that because that seems like a lot of work to put into a system that's meant for like inopportune moments. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's not like the the happy path. Right. And then uh, even for the other one where you're sorting an order, it's like, but maybe you should just be at your computer choosing your operator. Right. <laughs> like there's there's better things that they could be doing with their time. So like I love the idea, but I don't want to invest the resources on that kind of stuff. Right. Boopsie asked, what are your thoughts on the upcoming map bans in Ranked? Seems like every time I log on to play Ranked, I get the same few maps in rotation, which leads to playing the same two or three maps for an entire night. So as we know and have learned, that actually is happening. It's not just your imagination. <laughs> this is true. Um, yeah, I think I think it's definitely too soon to tell if map bans are going to end up being a problem or not. Especially, well, because here's the thing too, is like Clubhouse is a great map. I'll say coastline. Coastline, because I'll play Clubhouse like 10 times in a row before I'm sick of it. But coastline is a great map, and I, I want to play it. But if I just play coastline, I'm going to ban coastline, and then I don't have to yeah. play coastline again. Yeah. So if your team is, has just played Oregon, ban Oregon then. Right. Or if you just played whatever, then ban that, and then you don't have to play that. Yeah. But, also, Boopsie, your squad is the one that like hates Outback. So this is for you. Yeah, this is for you. <laughs> Which right now, Outback's always on the right, so it never gets picked anyway. But yeah. Still, um, oh Christ, it's Cluster, says first-time questioner, long-time listener. With changes to Thatcher's gadget interaction with only disabling defender gadgets, do you think Ubi is trying to roll out a new operator for only gadget destruction purposes? Example, something to overload bandit batteries or cause a reverse effect to Jaeger ADS. I think nope. Zero was kind of that in a way where he does also just come in and destroy gadgets along with Thatcher's nerf, but mm-hmm. I don't think they're making another like Thatcher in a way that just kind of you roll something that destroys yeah, gadgets. Yeah, absolutely not. I think they were intentionally trying to get away from somebody being able to destroy things so easily. 
I want to see, I want to try mute tricking now, like you can bandit trick. I want to try mute tricking now that your mute jammer doesn't get destroyed. The, well, the problem with mute tricking is you don't des- destroy anything. Right. So like you have to, would mm. have to keep doing it for the but entire you, round. You, but you do destroy Thatcher's EMPs. Uh, yeah. So like as long as if your mute jammers aren't getting destroyed and you can just keep jamming the same thing with two jammers and you make Thatcher run out That's of EMPs. True. That's true. It is harder because someone can put down their You, you can't do it after mind. they started their thing. That like once the fuse right. is started, right, you're right, right, not gonna do right. you're, you're screwed. So it has to be down. And then the thing is, the problem is they can put their thing down while your mute jammers in. As soon as Thatcher's EMP goes off, they can click the button. So you right. don't really have you have to time it like perfectly. But I think it's more it's a more like viable option now that your mute jammers don't get destroyed. Yeah, like I think you, with the, like an uncoordinated team, I think it's possible. If you combine that with like a Kaid or something, I feel like yeah, you, could, you could uh Oh my gosh, can you imagine? Really Wait, mess things up. That. Yeah, mute it and then have Kaid throw his thing, pick up your mute right before Kaid's thing goes off. Yeah. You kill things. Oh wow. Yeah. Or even even just as like a starter. Well, yeah, actually, yeah, this is great. So like let's say you're doing um canal, you're fending top top floor canal. Right, right. So you bring a mute and a bandit or a mute and a Kaid or whatever, and you just put the one mute jammer down. And Thatcher comes and throws his EMP. Now it's up to that or Bandit or Kai to do the tricking. Mm-hmm. But then after that 10 seconds, your mute jammers back up, right? So now like Thatcher has to do it again. And like if they don't, if they don't win that that tricking battle, then like even if they still have breaches left over or EMPs left over, like now they have to kind of reset. Like they're yeah. starting back at at zero instead of like okay, the jammers out of the way. Now we just have to beat Bandit. Like all of a sudden it resets where jammers right. up again. The, the thing is, Bandit's batteries will destroy the mute jammer if it's too close. To yeah, but not reinforcement. if it's too, just making sure it's far enough away. Yeah, I guess so. But then it, it's possible they could put something down that would. Yeah, detonate, but it'd be yeah it's, yeah you'd, you'd have to like practice it to get the right. distancing right and everything. But right, right, right. That would be very interesting. Let's let's try that. Uh, Patrick four asked first question. I Patrick asked. the fourth. Patrick the fourth. Thank Maybe. you, uh, both of you, first time questioners. Do you think switching all the defense operators to attack and switching the attack ops to defense would make a good April Fool's event? Uh, it could be interesting, but I think it would also just. I would be really excited to play castle on attack. Yeah, that's true. There's like a few that would be really interesting, but then others would be like, this doesn't even make sense as an attacker or defender. Right, and then like. I think it would be like kind of funny for a minute, but then it wouldn't actually be fun. It would be fun. Um, it, it might be interesting if they were more targeted about it, where this was like a real event and they like did flip, like, okay, like, let's flip the castle. Let's flip, uh, who else would be a good one? I don't know, Monty Nook, or something. Like, Nook and Vigil. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, if they took specific ones and did that, like, that might make it kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, Alter says, how do you get the most out of Tachanka? I've somehow been maining him and I need some help. Um, <laughs> I, here's, here's the thing. Tachanka is getting a awesome buff and yes. soon. It, Next it season, we like, believe? Or this season, we believe, because it's already oh, really? in the game. It's in the game. Okay. So, could be this season, could be this mid-season reinforcements that aren't technically a thing anymore. Um, but I think you just kind of find spots that work and you are less worried about staying on the gun and you shouldn't be on the gun anymore. Because he mm-hmm. still has a great gun. The problem is he's at one speed. But his Tachanka turret, I think you get what you can out of it, and then you get off of it. Yeah. When you're in danger. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, and maining Tachanka, you shouldn't be expecting to have a ton of success. There's a reason Tachanka's the least picked and the least winning right. operator. Like it's... And <laughs> he's one of the ones that it's it's hard to main because he's good on some sites and not good on other sites. Well, good on some sites is maybe a stretch. But... There are places, some where, places where it can be effective. And yeah. there's places where you're just not going to find a use for him. Right. 
So I would I would find the sites that you're best with him at and keep playing him there and just not be afraid to run away from your turret when you need to. Totally. Uh, Blank Pencil asks, what elite skin do you see for zero? Um, and Unfriendly says, why is it this one? And posts the like <laughs> Sam Fisher in like the scuba gear, scuba gear, the wetsuit. Yeah. Yes. That's that's the one I envisioned. That would be great. I mean, 100%. honestly, I just want one where he actually looks like Sam Fisher from the Splinter Cell games. Yeah. Um, and like, I think his new look is very cool. And it's cool that like he's aged and like he looks a little bit more like a military type of guy, you know, than like this sneaky guy. But uh, also, I want something where he looks like classic Sam Fisher. That's yeah, what I, want. I, I want this elite skin bad. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, what about his gadget? What about it? Like how would it, it change? To, it has to be special, right? I guess it does. But I they, guess the gadgets really only change, change like colors. And I mean, yeah. like Frost gadget is pretty different. Yeah. It, but I mean, it's the same size and everything. I mean, I don't know. You just change the color of the skin on the gun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You change the color of the zap. Sure. <laughs> Ooh. Would they, have they ever changed sounds for a gadget? For an elite? No, right? It's always stayed the same. It's always stayed the same. Because if they change the sound, maybe it would be less, uh, <laughs> less obvious and maybe be a little more useful. Yeah, you can't do that. Also, I am hey, enjoying maining Sam. It's a good time. It's a good time. Standby 75 asks thoughts on my siege stats still coming out or forgotten. Frick, they haven't said anything about it. That's a great question. It. Who knows? I, I, tweet, I tweet them about it maybe once a week. But literally no word and nobody cares. Nobody's saying yeah, anything. This was, this was like one of the things I was most excited for for this season. Yeah, I haven't and seen a single content creator or notable player nothing. say anything about this. Nothing. It's like, guys, this is so cool. Yep. I don't know where it went, what happened to it why it's not here i'm sure it's still gonna come i just wish they would say something about it yes it's like how they released the season you just you didn't you had to have a cia clearance to know if it was even released after it was released you still didn't know go get yours um the golden maniac said do you know how to solve a two by two or three by three rubik's cube and of if not (laughs) would you like to i do know how to solve a three by three in under a minute two by two i know how to solve because i can solve a three by three and so it just ends up working out eventually but i don't know specifically how to solve a two by two yeah i uh i what was my record I, my record with a three by three is pretty good not like insanely good but like definitely under a minute i'm trying to remember if it was like under 30 like i got pretty good at it but now i don't even remember how to do it uh two by two i don't know how and it seems harder in a way <laughs> uh there's, there's a bunch of guys in my office that have rubik's cubes on their desks and now i'm like oh, i should remember how to do that quackers asked what do you think about an operator new defender this is an operator idea we should save this for operator ideas yeah i mean i guess we can do it today we are operators okay okay new defender that is a mute mozzie combo this op would launch two to three pest like mute jammers that could do the same things as mute jammers possible nerfs could be really small radius or maybe it doesn't affect drones this op could allow play to add a hatch reinforcement to the game without attacker having to use hard breach the inspiration was a new Harbreach tool. Ryan's having a really hard time reading this. So this, maybe... I mean, this is not very well written, unfortunately. Uh, what is the idea here? That it's like, it's a, a pest-sized mute jammer? Is that the idea? Right. So it's a mute jammer that you shoot, basically. Yeah. Isn't this just Kaid for the most part? But for mute. Yeah. So it's it's Kaid's replacement of Bandit as this would be this guy's replacement of mute. Yeah. So it's basically like a thing that you shoot that is a mute jammer. Um, do do we need this? I mean, it's kind of an interesting idea, but do we need this? I don't know if we need it necessarily. The thing is, people say Kaid would make Bandit obsolete, which was completely false. Right. The problem with this one, because Bandit is so big with tricking and stuff like that, mm-hmm. the problem with this one 
is mute doesn't do tricking. He kind of just puts them down and leaves them. Yeah. Um, and so this this might kind of make mute obsolete if you can put these in. And the thing is, like hatches, people never. It's rare that people put a breach charge on a hatch. Like that is so rare. They use a buck or they use a sledge or well, they use a gridlock second shotty. I guess yeah, if it's reinforced. If it's reinforced, but then I guess you have. Uh, Oh, but and he okay. What he was trying to talk about was like the self-reinforced roof hatches, right? Which again, like somebody went through and did all the stats, and like there's very few places where it actually matters. Yeah. So like I'm not really that worried about that. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's kind of an interesting idea because like because I guess it doesn't destroy gadgets. You could maybe in theory bring more of them than like Kaid gets to have, but mm. I don't know. I just don't know that we need it. Yeah, I don't know if it's necessary either. I think it's a cool idea, but I don't think it's really necessary. Yeah. I mean, I guess it would be nice, but the problem is, like, I think it actually might make mute obsolete in a lot of ways, but it might be nice to be able to, like, because, like, with a mute jammer, you can't really get a mute jammer on stairs, for example, right? Right. Uh, like, if there's a landing, you can, but it's so easy to shoot or whatever, but, like, if you could kind of hide it on, like, so, like, for example, the the bank main stairs that come down to basement, right, mm-hmm. the, that has a switchback in the landing, mm-hmm. like, if you could put one of these things on the wall of the switchback then you could stop drones coming down and you could also stop like if they tried to i don't know what would they they don't really throw in mute jammers don't stop anything that's thrown not really nope so i mean it's really just drones. like what else does it even stop it's like drones and, and breach charges and cluster charges that's, yeah that's it i guess you could do like cluster charge spots like common blitz, cluster charge if spots blitz is coming through finca lion jackal yeah yeah but all those are just like not a big deal Right, and the chances that you're going to get them while they're in the spot is... Yeah, I don't think it'd be very useful. Like, it sounds very cool, but I don't think it'd be that useful. Right. A couple of questions from... These are our last ones from Dilbert Ashitaka. This has been a long time, so we've had Dilbert Ashitaka on the on the Discord, so welcome back. Um, he says, do you think it would be okay if all the SAS operators were immune to smokes gas or at least mute? I mean, they do all have gas masks on. It would be interesting. I, I think the problem is, like, you don't want to just say like well we'll just give thatcher the diffuser and he'll go plant because smoke can't yeah. do anything to him it really puts a nerf to smoke and i think smoke's just in a fine spot where he is yeah um i wouldn't hate if there was a specific operator that like this was part of an ability where like they right. had a mass that did something and part of it was that it was immune to smoke like that'd be kind of cool i don't um, like that idea i hate the idea of having operators just randomly working against other operators well, I mean, it would also like work in tandem with Capital, right? Because Capital stuff is like it's supposed to be inhaled; yeah, like, it's not it, actual fire. Yeah. So, like, you could you could in theory like put a Capital bolt down on a spot, and they could run through it, or whatever. Um, but like, but this does like I wouldn't want it to just randomly be on the SAS ops because this is a complaint that we've all, often had about the game is like, okay, why is uh for example Echo randomly immune to Dokubi calls? Yeah. Or why is uh Zofia and Ella? Why are they like randomly? Uh, semi-immune to each other's things and why does uh, what are some well, like because they're sisters they've been around it all the time yeah i mean there's like there's a lot of these like tiny little interactions it's just like how am i supposed to know well, that why is that when finky does her adrenaline bolst pulse can see her 14 meters away instead of nine meters away <laughs> right. it's like these like little tiny things it's like it happens so rarely that when it does happen like you're you just don't even know how to play with it mm-hmm. like i don't i don't like that yeah so uh, also, Dobodashitaka asked, I know people have wanted drone skins, but wouldn't it be cool if more gadgets had skins? Yes, but drones first, because yeah, everybody drones has first. drones. I think, yeah, I, 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 the, I think part of the problem with gadgets is you get into the problem of like, almost like, what is that thing? But more like you can't see it because it's like a, now it's like all these different skin colors. And I think they're all good right now with their default 
skins of like you know exactly what it is and you can see it well mm-hmm. like i don't want a black eye to be able to be like gray or like a dust color right it just like right. blends in with everything on border yes but, yeah which i think could be a very common problem i think that might be why they're not doing drone skins either right now because just having them black is like one thing but once you get them to like be a dust color or like a any some of these skins you can just like very easily yeah i mean drones have flashing lights on them that's true uh and i yeah i what i honestly want i want more shield skins like i don't even see shield skins ever like yeah. hardly ever i want more shield skins. yeah i do want more shield skins uh clash doesn't have any shield skins i don't think she doesn't she should have like tinted glass and stuff that'd be so cool that'd be cool um so that and then also i want barricade skins man like barricade skins would be so cool why not i do like barricade skins i love that idea yeah that'd be so sick to have a barricade skin yeah i don't know why that's not a thing um so yeah uh you missed a really important question okay uh from grumpy monkey why are ryan's streams so much better than chris's and right after that true asked why are chris's streams so much better than ryan's yeah but a hundred or not a hundred four four people reacted with hundred to grumpy monkey's statement that mine were better and six people reacted with a ban hammer to true asking why yours were better so i think we're just counting interactions reactions by i don't know i think by statistics mine is clearly better (laughs) six also reacted with yikes yeah i don't you know i don't know i don't know i don't know i couldn't tell you you'll just have to come judge for yourself come watch twitch.tv slash ryguy wrygy and twitch.tv slash just hello with three if you want to see a heart rate on stream yeah and if you want to see a mediocre siege play you can come over here right this guy right 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 (laughs) just come look at it why don't you just, just come, come look, look at, at it? it? Just come look at it. You just gotta look at it. Uh, Will you just look at yeah. it? Uh, yeah. Come follow us at our 600 Nound and come join our Discord. And join us on the play day on Friday, 7.30 p.m. Pacific and 10.30 Eastern. Again, sorry, Eastern people, but be there or be square. Be there or be square. What exactly does that mean? Uh, it's like a 70s term. You don't want to be square. I heard one I heard one recently. One of my uh, professors said this one. Have you? I don't know okay. if you've heard of it. How many dancing angels can you fit on the tip of a pen? What does that mean? Yeah, right? It's like it, when you're, you, someone asks like a question that's like, it's just hard to answer. Like there's no point in even trying to tackle that question. Yeah. That's like the phrase. And so someone asked some question about something and he was like, you know, how many angels can you fit on the tip of a pen? He starts laughing and everyone's like, never heard that what? before. <laughs> yeah. Even, I looked it up immediately. You know? Yeah. When it's you real. ask random like if you ask a question that's like there's no reason in tackling it yeah have you heard uh don't buy a pig in a oh gosh what is it oh hang on somebody used this at work the other day and everybody laughed at him they're like what the heck are you talking about a pig in a poke don't buy a pig in a poke <laughs> it sounds vaguely sexual <laughs> what is it supposed to mean so a poke is like an old term for like a bag and so the idea is like don't buy something without like inspecting it because mm-hmm. like you could just be buying like a cat in a bag instead of a pig right or something so like don't buy a pig in a poke but it's just... <laughs> okay so so the idea is like you just don't like is it was it like someone bought something online and like you're like well don't buy a pig in a poke yeah it's just like don't uh don't commit to something that like you don't know what, don't know what it is mm-hmm. or whatever um oh i just thought of another one I, okay this is one i love not my circus not my monkeys I've heard of that one. I don't remember. Oh, um, is it? Is it like a... Taylor says this one. That's why I've heard of it. And the idea is like if somebody's like having much drama or whatever, has a problem and they and like 
they're trying to make it your problem or like somebody's asking you about it or whatever, you can just say like, not my circus, not my monkeys. Like, I don't care. I think <laughs> that's what he said to that, to the cat thing. Uh, I don't, uh, yeah, maybe he did. He had, yeah. a, he had a, this is fun. He had a cat that's not, no, he didn't have a cat. There's there a, a stray cat. There's a stray cat that <laughs> was frequently in his backyard and other people's backyard as this lady comes over and gets mad at him for the cat having kittens. She's like, what are we supposed to do with it? He's like, I don't, I don't know. It's not my cat. Yeah. And she like came, came over a couple of times. Like finally he's like almost yelling at him. He's like, you can kill the cat. He's yeah. Like, I don't care what you do with the cat. <laughs> I don't think it's you get it. It's not my cat. It's not my cat. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> not my circus, not my monkeys. Yeah. Uh, that's great. Funny. Anyway, this is our circus. These are our monkeys. These are actually our monkeys. Do you have something to say to them? Oh, do you want me to? You want me to? Uh huh. Yeah. I'm waiting. Yeah. Just. <laughs>